And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Iles. And we are the, the Terriers. We've been driving up down the back roads of America, off in the ditches, the uh, the four lanes and yep. the interstates, and just finding music laying around all over the place. You bet. And, uh, you know, we like to start out by giving a brief de- definition of what is Americana what music. What is Americana music? Uh, a lot of opinions out there, but for our purposes, we say that it's music with distinctive American roots. Exactly. And that's pretty broad territory. It is. I mean, it can include um, old-timey. It could be, include rock and roll. Hip-hop. Soul. Um, techno. Oh, techno. How about some blues? Well, uh, it, bluegrass. Jazz. Uh, maybe minstrel. Country. Well. You've been digging. I have. you got a new I, list. I dug up some fresh dirt. <laughs> so anyway, I think you get the idea. And the format of the show is each of us shows up each week with a fistful of tunes. And, and we, we do not do, discuss it ahead of time. No, we don't. Nope. And so we parse them out one at a time, and uh, each of us takes turns starting the show. And you started last I week. I started last week, so this week it's your turn to go. Okay. Uh, we want to talk about a guy by the name of Chester Burton Atkins. Chet. Chet Atkins. Chet Atkins. Okay, yeah. sure. Uh, you know, his they call him Mr. Guitar and the Country Gentleman. Uh, you know, he was um, one of the integral people that started that uh, style that became called the Nashville Sound. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what that did was it expanded country music to pop listeners. Yeah, kind of it crossover style. started the whole uh, explosion of that kind of music. So uh, his signature picking style, he said, was inspired by Myrtle Travers, Travis. Um, and Django Reinhardt, George Barnes, Les Paul, and later even Jerry Reed. Well, steal from the best. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, when I started looking uh, into this music, I stumbled across an album called CFG. CFG? Which is Certified Guitar Player. Now, that's a moniker that uh, Chen Atkins assigned not only to himself, but to other guitarists he admired and felt contributed to the legacy of guitar playing. Hmm, well, that's cool. And so uh, what this album is, it's a recording of a, um, uh, a, a public television special uh, taped on May 15, 1987, um, just down the block from Music Row, which mm-hmm. Chet is uh, uh, kind of started, right. they say. And it, it so it includes... All the, listen to the people on this album uh, and this performance. Um, him playing with Mark Knopfler, the Everly Brothers, Amy Lou Harris, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Michael McDonald, and then all the famous backup musicians. Wow, name so dropper. It's tremendous. And so uh, let's just jump into this. It's a great way to start the show. Chet Atkins from certified guitar player, Corina Corina. I've had a great time, and I hope you have too. Corina, 
left Corina Far across the sea it out quite a show huh well you gotta love a real pro man because they can they just turn it on and when they get hooked up together it's really something to see and hear that's that's pretty yep. cool pretty cool all right well leo what do you got we haven't featured any by uh, any music by a young lady named uh, bonnie lynn rayett oh no we haven't we should we we haven't hit her yet and i just realized that this past week i go man we gotta get something on here uh, bonnie was born in 1949 in burbank california actually and her father john rayett uh, was an actor in musicals and stuff he actually appeared in um oklahoma 
you know? Oh, yeah. And the pajama game, you know, and the whole bit. Wow. Uh, but she was out there, and she was... Uh, people started writing music for her, kind of with her in mind, and the way she could pitch a song. And uh, you could go down a whole rabbit hole with just Bonnie and her career pretty easy. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But I was kind of looking around for interesting backstories to songs, and I kind of ran across several of them. Um, but anyway, this is a... This is a song, uh, I Can't Make Me Love You If You Don't, from oh. 19, 1991. Great tune. And it's a melancholy ballad about unrequited love. It was, it was huge for her in 1991. But the song's story and refrain came from an even more unfortunate and somewhat violent love affair. This is a great backstory, man. <laughs> the song was penned by uh, popular Nashville songwriters Mike Reed and Alan Shamblin. And the idea originated with Reed after he read an article about a man who got drunk and shot up his girlfriend's car. <laughs> I mean, he was really upset about the whole thing. Yeah. The breakup really got to him. Anyway, while he was standing trial for the incident, the judge asked the man, have you learned anything from this? <laughs> Basically. Good question. And he goes, he replied, says, I learned, your honor, that you can't make a love, woman love you if she don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Bonnie's uh, recording of the song went on to become one of the biggest hits, and it landed uh, the eighth spot on Mo- uh, Mojo Magazine's 2000 list of the greatest songs. It came out in, in 339th in a Rolling Stones ranking of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Wow. All right. So this is everybody knows this song, but now you know the backstory. And the song from 1991, I Can't Make You Love Me If You Don't.
Make a woman love you if she don't. Yeah. Beautifully stated. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's a beautiful song. Yeah, great stuff by her. All of it is. All of it is, yeah. What a talent. Okay, well, listen, that's mine, and I kind of slowed it down a little bit, but I'm looking at you, and you've got that look on your eye. I, I don't do. Know. I do. What are you thinking? We're going to listen to uh, something by a young man named Jake Shimabakuro. Shimabakuro? No, Shimabakuro. I've... I've you want to Sh- check? Sh- want me to Sh- check? Yeah, let's check. Okay, let's check. Find out. Okay, let's see. Shimabukuro. Okay, did uh, I get it right? I, I guess so. Do Shimabukuro. it again. Shimabukuro. Okay, all right. I'm, you got it? Uh, yeah, I Shimabukuro. Okay, I got okay. it. Okay, okay. Okay, fine. So he popped onto the scene um, in April 2006. Um, he, uh, what, what happened was he, uh, somebody posted a video of him playing George Harrison's while my guitar gently weeps on the ukulele. Remember? Okay, yeah. Just exploded. Exactly. So it, the video had originally been filmed for a New York television show called Midnight Ukulele Disco. <laughs> and uh, it, it received over 15 million views. How did we miss that show? We should have been on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jake was on it. They Jake didn't was need on us. Good enough. So it, uh, obviously, this video performance re- resulted in a huge increase in concert engagements. Yeah, imagine. Go figure. So uh, he received collaboration requests from Jimmy Buffett, Bela Fleck, Ziggy Marley, Cyndi Lauper, uh, Yo-Yo Ma. You know, he toured Jimmy with Jimmy Buffet in 2000. Jimmy Buffet. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Sorry, that's Never an old worry. story. That's yeah, an old story. Um, in 2005, six, and seven. So. Um, so I was wondering, what, what's he been up to? What know? has he been up to, Roger? Well, I found an album that he did in 2018 called The Greatest Day. And um, he teamed up with Jerry Douglas. Oh, really? Uh, and he said originally he was supposed to play on one tune. He came in, they recorded it, and they had so much fun he played on two more. No kidding. Yeah, so uh, this a, it's a great rendition of this tune. Another Beatles tune. Let's give it a listen. Um, Eleanor Rigby. 
There you go. Man, I got to tell you, of all the renditions I've heard of that song, that's definitely one of them. It is. It is one it of is. them. Yeah, well said, Larry. That's... <laughs> hey, we're about out of time for this segment. Oh, look at the clock. Yeah. Okay. So we need to get out and uh, police the area as, as we usual, do. It's, yep. it's moving day, and we yep. got to make sure we leave everything nice and tidy. That's right. Who knows? We may want to come back someday. That's right. That's true. Yeah. We could even be invited. <laughs> you think? No. I don't either. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. back. Yeah, that's right. And this week we are broadcasting from the Shady Grove RV Park uh, right here in Coshocton, Ohio. Coshocton, Ohio. We had a little trouble with that we last did. week. We did. We had to ask the nice lady yeah. how uh, to pronounce it. She was from the internet. She was, yeah. yeah. All and, of them. And people ask us, they say, Dear ears, why is it that you broadcast from all these Shady Grove RV parks across Let's, the nation? We're, we're Rolling Stones, man. We, we, we are. Around and, and there's another reason. We don't have like a, <laughs> a, place. a place. You know, our, our buddies here on Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called ranches. ranches. Yeah, and they get to do their shows from the comfort of their ranch. They just go to the same place every day and right. they sit down to a show. Yeah. So, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Right. Uh, Alan Bailey, the Swing and Gate Ranch. Uh-huh. Been there. Uh, Tennessee Jim, Diamond W Ranch. Yep. Haven't been invited. Nope. Orrin Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Yep. And we have got this old It's an old RV. RV. <laughs> but it gets us there. It's got good tires. We changed the tires. But it's been about 4,000 yeah. miles already. Yeah. On these good. good tires. But it's good. It gets down the road. Okay. Yeah. So um, anyway, you know, um, Leo, uh, thank you for uh, letting me hold the hose while you did the... Uh, Windshield? You got even, didn't you? Well, we got the windshield clean and uh-huh. did, got some of your laundry done. Yeah, we sure I did. Just say that. Yeah, okay. So we're, we're square now, right? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Okay, so uh, I think it's your turn. There's a band that we have not featured yet on this show. Okay. I can't, you know, again, I don't know how we missed it, but they can't get much more Americana than The Doors. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and you know that I have kind of a love-hate relationship with The Doors. I mean... Grew up with the music, loved some of it. Some of it I find a little dark, you know. But, oh, yeah. But whatever. It was I think a, a it was. Brilliant band, Jim Morrison. Uh, so one of the things I want to touch on is uh, it, with classic music, or the early, especially the early days of rock and roll, melody lines were often appropriated hmm. uh, from classical tunes that were basically in the public domain, right? Right. So there were no copyright Good. issues to get over anything. Good word. And I, yeah, that's that's it. Appropriate. And uh, I can think of several, you know, um, examples of this. But sure. I, I'm going to feature one in particular that is such a blatant ripoff uh, that you got to love it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a guy named Robbie Krieger, and he was the guy that played all the cool guitar stuff on the Doors uh, albums. Okay. And um, this particular tune, the original tune is a classical piece. And it's called Asturian. It's written by a guy named uh, Isaac Albaniz. And uh, it's actually from Sweet Espanola uh, Opus 47, number five. Well done, Leo. Thank you. I, I, was, I studied. Way to go. I hope I got it right. Uh, but this guy played a, 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 a whole trunk load of absolutely identifiable solos from songs like Light My Fire, right? Mm-hmm. Love Her Madly, L.A. Woman. Roadhouse Blues, Love Me Two Times, Break On Through, Riders on the Storm. Wow. He was the guy. All that, the hits. All the hits. Yeah. He's the guy that played all those. Okay. Now, here's the interesting thing is that back in the context of what other rock guitarists uh, were playing and recording in the late 60s, it's one of Krieger's acoustic performances that has truly resonated throughout the decades. And we are talking about Spanish Caravan. 
Oh, cool. All right. So what they did, they just blatantly ripped off this this whole thing. And um, the I'm going to feature first. I'm going to intro. It's kind of a mashup, right? Okay. I'm going to do an, uh, the uh, the intro. It's from the original one of the original uh, acoustic guitar solos. His name is uh, John Williams. Brilliant guitar player. And so I'm going to let him play for about the first minute and a half. And then you're going to hit a little beep. Okay. It's going to sound like this. And the reason I put that beep in there is because if I didn't, you may not know we're leaving his his guitar piece and going into the doors. Because oh. it's just it's just <laughs> wow. exactly the same, and it's in the same key in the whole bit. Cool. So here we go. Uh, it's from an album, 1968 album. It was called Waiting for the Sun. And uh, with a short intro uh, by John Williams, we're going to feature the doors playing Spanish Caravan. <laughs>
flashing back yeah man wow that's intense yeah that's intense well that was a cool tie-in leo thank you yeah that's fun now keithy uh, it's back to you it is and you know there's a type of music that we have not featured yet no calypso oh well i stand corrected and so we're gonna go to the king of calypso a guy named harold george belafonte jr i know the name sort of Her- harry, oh, belafonte. harry belafonte okay okay wow. yeah he was born in harlem new york in 1927 and he started his career in music as a club singer in New York to pay for his acting classes. Uh, really? <laughs> How about that? Listen to this. The first time he appeared in front of an audience, he was backed by the Charlie Parker Band, which included Charlie Parker himself, Max Roach, and Miles Davis, among others. Oh, man. Yeah. Of course, put it in, in time, you know, this they, they were all kind of getting started back I was going to say, right? he couldn't find any good players. Right. And deal with what he had. Okay. So his first widely released single, which went on to become his signature audience participation sh- song in virtually all of his live performances, was Matilda. And it was recorded in, um, uh, uh, anyway, 1953. 53, okay. But his breakthrough album, Calypso, in 56, became the first LP in the world to sell over one million copies within a year. Really? Yeah. The album introduced American audiences to Calypso music, which, of course, had originated in Trinidad uh, in the early 20th century, and he was dunked the king of Calypso. He wore that title with reservations since he had no claims to any Calypso monarch titles. Uh-huh. So I went back and, and I found the original recording of it. It's pretty cool. Um, and uh, this is Hello, Harry Belafonte doing Matilda. Matilda! Matilda! Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela, everybody. Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela, five hundred dollars friends are lost, woman even sell me cat and horse, hey, uh, Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela, Everybody, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. 
Once again now, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Well, the money was just inside me bed, stuck up in the pillow beneath me head. Don't you know, Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda, Matilda. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Once again now, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Friends never to love again All me money gone in vain Hey, Matilda She take me money and run Venezuela Everybody Matilda 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 She take me money and run Venezuela Sing a little softer Matilda Matilda I'm feeling such pain Take me money and run Venezuela Everybody, Matilda, 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 take me money and run Venezuela. Wait. <laughs> Two endings. I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Where did you come up with that Carmen Miranda hat? Carmen Miranda hat. I, yeah, we've been, I in this, been, we've been in this RV for almost a year, and I never saw it. We went to the Walmart. I bought the fruit bowl. <laughs> you know, it was funny watching you dance around with it. You had to kind of squat. that little shimmy thing like an going. old man with a backache, but... Uh, <laughs> Trying to do the limbo. But I think anyway. we're going to be welcome to leave tomorrow. Yeah, probably. <laughs> After that little exhibit. Well, oh, man. Well, what do you got to follow that Oh, with? boy. I'm gonna, I got one here in my hip pocket. I'm gonna, It's a one-hit wonder, okay? Okay. Uh, I, I kind of like dragging these one-hit wonders out once in a while. And um, this just happened to catch my ear. I was going through some material. It's a band uh, called Ram Jam. Wow. Okay. I don't think I've heard of them. 19, well, you have. You'll recognize the song when I play it. Uh, they were an American rock band formed in New York City in 1977. Now, the thing is, they had an interesting pedigree because all the members of this band played with other people of note, like Billy Joel and other people. And one of the bands also, uh, one of the guys in the band was a uh, start of the band, uh, the Lemon Pipers. Oh, yeah. You remember them? The Green mm-hmm. Tambourines. Right. Psychedelic thing and everything. So anyway, this uh, song was actually uh, credited to uh, Huddy, a guy named uh, Huddy Ledbetter, who you might know better as Leadbelly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, nevertheless, uh, there were some people, uh, especially um, people in the in the African American community, that considered this kind of a racist song. But when you look at it, it really isn't it, especially considering who wrote it. Uh huh. But it turned into it was just a great tune, and uh, it's really danceable. The uh, song succeeded, and like I say, it was in the top 40. Uh, it was top 10 in the U.K. and in, in Australia, and number 46 in Canada. So they made it up there in, uh-huh, into yeah. the top 40. Uh, it was also a big hit in all places in the Netherlands, <laughs> where it reached number four. <laughs> hey, Amazing. I'm going to put that on my resume. I had mine in the top 10 in the Netherlands, baby. Yeah. Hey, take what you can get. Take what you can get. So anyway, uh, the song is called Black Betty. All right, you remember it now? Yeah. And it's this band called Ram Jam from 1977. <laughs> 
Hey, we're about out of time for this segment. Oh, yeah, we absolutely are. All right. Let's uh, let's get out of here, and um, we'll come back and do some more stuff. We, who knows what's going to happen next? That's right. This okay. is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Well, here we go. We're backing up. We're backing up. Yep, that's because, what we do. Uh, we, we back up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is the part of the show where we like to recommend that people go to our websites. All uh, of them. All of them on all the uh, internet. All the internets and all the Facebooks. All the Facebooks. Yeah. We're on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we have uh, the com, And we also have 
3trailswest.com with the number three in it. Yeah. And uh, if you go there, we've got a lot of uh, content. content. Yeah, we have a lot of content. I just like saying content. We have content. And we you will content. be contented, contented if you yeah, see it. Yeah. And if you want to contact us, us, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a contact tab. And uh, we've also invested in um, our own email addresses. Oh, so you fancy. Can get directly to us. Uh, mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is um, Leo. Oh, Leo at thederriers.com. Right. Uh, also on our website, um, you can download episodes, uh, past episodes of any of our shows, and you can listen to them at your leisure. And they're stacking up. We got like yeah. 28 of them yeah, in there now. So. Put the 28th in this week. That's we'll right. And as our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without the derriers. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Leo, I think you finished out the last set. I did indeed. And you told me you had something special coming up. I do. Yeah. I'm a little worried about this. Oh, no, you're going to like it. This is a group, um, I'm just going to say, it's the Statler Brothers. Okay, I'm familiar with those guys. Now, these guys originally, they perform gospel music at local churches, and they build themselves as the four-star quartet. Okay. And then later, they called themselves the Kingsmen. Kingsmen. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. In 1963, when the Louie Louie came out by the Kingsman, they go, yeah, we better change that. Yeah, let's change that name. So they called themselves the Statler Brothers. Okay. Now, um, despite the name, only two members of the group, Don and Harold Reed, were actual brothers, and no member had the surname of Statler. I was going to say, how'd that work out? (laughs) Well, the group actually named themselves after a brand of facial tissue they had noticed in a hotel room. What? So they could have been the Kleenex Brothers for that. Or they they, they could have been the Charmin Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, that takes on. No, that's thing. a whole different thing. But anyway, um, so in the 70s, now, if anybody's ever heard the Statler Brothers, you know, tight vocal Boy, harmonies. Are they ever, you know, they're just yeah. something else. In the 70s, they got together and created a spoof on an old school southern redneck radio <laughs> hosted by the brilliant and fictitious radio DJ Lester Roadhog Moran. <laughs> oh. And his band, the Cadillac Cowboys. The Cadillac Cowboys. And it was broadcasted on WEAK Radio. <laughs> Week Radio. And I got to tell you. They're as bad as the Statler Brothers they are. are. I've heard this. this so is nuts. if you haven't heard them, buckle in because this is some fun stuff. Lester Moran and the Cadillac Cowboys, Angel Band. Fine, thank you, boys. Mighty fine, mighty pretty. Yes, sir. Ah, old clock on the wall says it's time to get out of here for another Saturday morning. Wichita, take us out of here now. Don't forget us each and every Saturday night at the Johnny Mike Brown High School. And don't forget to come by and see Burford. That's Burford's Barbershop out on Big Tree Road. If you can grow it, Burford can cut it. See you back here next week, same time, same station. Until then, this old road hog and the Cadillac Cowboys saying see you back here next week, same time, same station. Until then, this old road hog saying be good to your neighbor. Drive careful.
good Lord take a liking to you. Takes people like you to make people like me. Live and let live. Don't take no wooden nickels. Keep smiling. Put your best foot forward. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. This has been another week. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You never get too old to learn. If a shoe fits hard, a man that don't lie ain't got nothing to say. Purdy is as Purdy does. Are we all? Are we? Are we all? It's some great stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to post some video. Oh, you got to do uh, it. They're, they're, they're on, on the YouTubes, all of them. And uh, uh, I'll post some video. They're great to see visually, that is too. Hysterical so I'll put stuff. that on our website for next week. Oh, you got to. You got to. Okay, Leo, what the heck are you going to follow that No, I'm kind of struggling here. <laughs> <sighs> okay, all right, all right. I'm good, I'm good. Okay. Okay, I'm going to feature, like there's a band that could follow that. I'm going to feature a band um, that actually is out of um, some guys that were going to school together, Lafayette College in Easton, Pennsylvania. Okay, and uh, they met there and decided, oh, let's let's form a band. <laughs> it just seemed like a really good idea. They, but they were doing a lot of um, college parties. They were kind of like a frat rock band, right? Okay. And uh, they were later discovered. Now, here's what gets interesting: they were discovered and managed by Brian Epstein. Who, as you know, oh, managed the Beatles, Beatles. right? Wow. So they decided uh, they play with different names and they decided to call themselves Circle. Oh, with a Y, right? With a Y, C Y R K L E. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it, they were named after uh, a, a center square, which was located in downtown Easton. And uh, John Lennon actually came up with a unique spelling of the thing. So, wow. But they, they not only knew these guys. They, was it in northern, eastern, or western? Northern, eastern, or, or, western, 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 eastern. southern, Hampton. E- eastern. Eastern, western. Okay. Yeah. okay, go okay. ahead. Okay, thank you for asking. Yeah. In the summer of 1966, they opened on 14 dates for the Beatles during their U.S. tour. Now, you know, I never thought of them as being that... You know, uh, they were kind of a fun time band. Yeah, you know? yeah, kind of one hit wonders. I one mean, they hit had wonders. A lot. They had Red Rubber Ball, right? You know, and they had um, uh, well, that's what I'm going to feature actually is Red yeah, Rubber Ball. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but they uh, they they uh, also toured with uh, on the same bill Bobby Hebb, the Ronettes, the Remains, and uh, before touring with the Beatles, they had a successful engagement at the Downtown Discotheque in New York City. And they were also on the bell. And I guess this is a legendary concert. The final Beatles concert at Candlestick Park. Right. August 29th, 1966. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're best known for this show, uh, this song, Red Rubber Ball, which went to number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It sold over one million copies. That's that's, that's very respectable. Significant, yeah. And uh, as you recall, we used to play this song. We sure did. We ought to play that song again. It's a really it's a good, good tune. One. Yeah, it is. So uh, here we go. We're going to feature the circle uh, from 1966. A song called Red Rubber Ball. I should have known you bid me farewell There's a lesson to be learned from this And I learned it very well 
not the only starfish in the sea If I never hear your name again It's all the same to me And I think it's gonna be alright Yeah, the worst is over now The morning sun is shining Like a red rubber ball I could find for you I'm just an ornament something for your pride always running never caring that's the life you live stolen bits of your time were all you had to give and I think it's gonna be alright yeah the worst is over now the morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball The stories in the past with nothing to recall I've got my life to live and I don't need you at all The roller coaster ride we took is nearly at an end I bought my ticket with my tears, that's all I'm gonna spend And I think it's gonna be alright See, that's just a happy song. That's a great song. We need to start doing that. We again. do. We do. That's, that's a fun song to sing. All right. Yep. Okay, well, it's back to... Now, I don't know how we're going to get back on track here. <laughs> Listen, I got to give the Statler brothers a chance to redeem themselves. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the uh, um, Cadillac <laughs> Cowboys is cool. <laughs> but uh, these guys, they are so spot on on their harmonies and everything. And, and of course... You know, the natural song to do is Flowers on the Wall. That was their big hit. Yeah, but everybody does that one. But, so so I, I searched a little bit, and I found a version. They do a version of the Whiffenpoof song. Okay. Well, I'm familiar with that song. Okay. And Sons of the Pioneers did it. Yeah, and, and a lot of like glee clubs and men's choruses yeah, did it. You yeah. know, it's real reverent and uh -huh. everything. I, I listened to no fewer than 10 versions of this song. Okay, I listened to versions by Bing Crosby, Perry Como, the Yale Men's Glee Club, Louis Armstrong, Rudy Vallee, Slim Whitman, Sons of Pioneers, Robert Shaw, Men's Corral, Roy Conniff, and the Mills Brothers. <laughs> Nobody does it like the Statler Brothers. They up-tempo this sucker and uh -oh. go for it. And it's fun. So let's just give it a listen. Just tight harmonies, and it's a fun version of this tune, the, the Whiff and Poof song by the Statler Brothers. From the tables down at Maury's To the place where Louis dwelt To the dear old temple bar we love so well Sing with them who's assembled With their glasses raised on high And the magic of their singing cast a spell Yes, the magic of their singing Of the songs we love so well Shall I wasting and the barn and the rest We'll serenade our Louis while life and voice shall last. We'll pass and be forgotten with the rest. We're poor little lambs who've lost our way. Ba, ba, ba. We're little black sheep who've gone astray. 
Neighbors are watching. Where did you find those maracas? Oh, I haven't I seen those around here. Well, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, Leo. Well, that's save twi- us. That's twisted right there. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Take a deep breath. Okay. Breathe. 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 I'm just going to get us out of here, man. Do this, it. I'm going to tell a little story uh, about a piece of acetate. This is a demo that was submitted to Sam Phillips. And uh, who was Elvis Presley's manager, right? Okay. And uh, they were trying to round up material for Elvis. And then somebody submitted this acetate. There was no, he didn't know who recorded it. Nobody knew who the guy was. Beautiful tune. And it turns out that the, the guy that recorded it, his name was Jimmy Sweeney, who was born in uh, 1922 and he passed away in 1992. Uh, but he was a veteran of the uh, Nashville African-American music scene. He was a singer, a songwriter, and a self-taught guitarist. And he wrote a lot of music that was recorded other, by other people, like um, especially for Marty Robbins. Who, oh, wow. Or a lot of material. One of these days, I'll be able to get a copy of this song, this mystery song that we're talking about. But they submitted it as a, something that Elvis should maybe try to sing, and he couldn't do it. Oh, wow. It was over his head. He just could not replicate that tone. Now, later on in his career, he was able to sing like that. But in the meantime, he was trying to emulate uh, Jimmy Sweeney's voice, and he just couldn't do it. Wow. So here's a little tribute to Jimmy Sweeney, and the song is called, I Pay With Every Breath I Take. Here am I, so sad and lonely, fool was I.
Awesome. That's very cool stuff. That's nice. Elvis wanted to sing like Jimmy Sweeney. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Hey, Leo, we're out of time. We are totally out of time. Yeah, we got to figure... Uh, we got to know... Oh, we got to be going next where week. Where are we going? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, it's your turn to throw the dart. turn to throw the dart. Okay. So let me get the map. It's back there in the closet. Okay, behind the coats. It's behind the coats. Okay, yeah, okay, I found it. You get it? Okay, okay. all right. Uh, it goes up here on the wall with oh, all the, the dart, dart holes the dart, in it. The dart. It's in the spoon drawer. Oh, jeez. Okay, hang on. I'm okay. Careful. Careful. Oh, careful. Be careful. Oh, dang it. It happens every time. Dang it. Okay. Okay. Are you fine. in place? Okay, I'm yeah. out of the way. Okay. Where are the band-aids? Okay. Okay. We'll get them later. Okay, fine. All right. All right. Okay. Turn around three times. One, two, two three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh, almost wait, off the map. Oh, wait, well, we're not in the water. Where is that? It's in Delaware. Delaware. Oh, you're not going to believe this. No, what? Shady Grove, Delaware. No. Best yet. Oh, this the is Shady be Grove. Great. Yeah. In Shady Grove? Yeah. Oh, that's this perfect. This be great. Okay, well, it's been a fun show. It's been a funny show, man. I've had a, a great show. time. I've got that belly laugh thing going for you. I know. This is, i got these little you know, chipmunk <laughs> cheeks from laughing here too much. All right. Well, uh, folks, go check out our websites, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time around uh, right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And, and remember, remember, look out behind you. It's, it's the Derriers. Derriers.